0: Jessica and my neighbor that lives right here, his wife's name is Jessica. He's my business partner in, uh, in my gym, by the way, also. And then my neighbor that lives just on that side of me, her name is Jessica. You got three in it's, a row, dude. It's
1: a 90s uh, curse. We all the oh, yeah, thing.
2: dude. And that's why I go by Clip because there's a million Michaels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Danny. Really appreciate it. Um, I'm very looking forward to talking about your coffee. First, oh, sweet. <laughs> um, so I actually ordered it when I first kind of jumped into CrossFit in 2017 because it just made me feel like a CrossFitter.
3: Wow.
0: Um,
1: I was like, now, now I'm a real CrossFitter, like, it doesn't matter that I can't do anything and I'm, I'm ridiculously out of shape. I drink this coffee,
0: um, it's like buying nanos,
1: yeah, yeah. And it felt it made now I feel like I'm in the presence of a celebrity, so it is very comfortable.
0: <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Did you um, like it? That's what I really care I about.
1: Yeah, I did actually. Right.
0: Okay, cool. I um, yeah.
1: had gotten an, an espresso maker as a kind of moving away gift. Um, yep. I had I had just moved, graduated college and my parents were like, uh, do you need money? Here's an espresso maker. And I was like, great, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, so I started like grinding my own coffee, which did like yeah. definitely change the way I think about coffee. Like,
0: yeah, that's the I, biggest thing.
1: You know, I do go through Dunkin'. I'm not going gonna to lie. Um, I'm sure. But it tastes, it, it's very like watery and does not, it is not that same caffeine kick. It is not. Yeah. I will say caffeine and kilos was like, oh boy, I felt good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: man, I like feeling good.
2: Perfect. So yeah, we have uh, Danny from Caffeine and Kilos. <laughs> we never yeah, actually that better, said that. <laughs> that
0: better, best intro yet, though. Actually, <laughs> talk about the coffee more.
2: Um. So uh, yeah, we we kind of went on a little break on our podcast, and then just as we did our first episode, you dropped in our DMs and asked uh, if we were still doing it, and uh, yeah. I yeah we and we are yeah. So it was like perfect timing. Yeah. Um, dude. Awesome. So I had seen the company um like through like Instagram ads and stuff like that. And, sh- you know, uh people wearing swag in our gym, uh, but I never had really like looked into it until you had like dropped into our DMs. And I mean, I should have, I like coffee and I like lifting weights. So it kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, it's um, made for you. But then I, 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 uh, started digging deeper to prepare for this and um i just want to say out of all the stuff that i was listening to it it convinced me immediately on the spot to subscribe to the coffee club (laughs) Um. (laughs) and and the reason for that is um as i was listening i was just hearing all of the stuff that you do as a company to give back to the community whether it be in weightlifting in crossfit yeah. um and uh that it just it was just too awesome to me like uh especially with weightlift so i kind of gathered tell me if this is true if you had to pick which one yours is your favorite is it weightlifting
0: oh man that's hard um i don't know man it's like uh so I started in CrossFit before I competed in weightlifting, really got into weightlifting. But what's also true is, like, I knew the weightlifting movements before I started CrossFit, right? Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I, also, I have a, I have a gym that we do CrossFit. It's, we have a road affiliate. Um, but then we also have a barbell club out of there, <laughs> you know? Although right now, the truth be told, we have more people competing in powerlifting meets than we do weightlifting meets. Oh um, wow,
2: that's cool! Yeah,
0: man, if I had to pick, I'm gonna tell you, dude. I think CrossFit would be my first love. Overweight. Oh
2: man, so I know. I'm it's I'm not, a, it's, a weightlifter does, at heart, but I do yeah. like. I am working on getting fast, but I'm, I get I start to lose a little strength, and I go, "Oh, maybe I should just you know pull back the reins a little bit." <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. Like, kind of depends. Though, like, I've had experiences. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty much under – I understand, like, I'm not going to PR my weightlifting lifts again um, unless I just, like, completely commit to that for another, like, whatever, couple years. Um, and I don't think I'm going to do that. Like, I got kids and stuff. <laughs> um, so You're real
1: life now. <laughs> I'm
0: real life now, yeah. I did then, too, but at least kind of ignore some things sometimes. Like, priorities are different, we'll say, right? Um, but uh, I have had the experience of, uh, like, doing – just doing CrossFit classes at the gym. And like when I say doing classes, I'm talking like I do like two to three a week, right? It's not like I'm in there every single day or anything. And whatever, it'll be a, we'll have a clean and jerk day or something. And I'll hit like 90% of of my maxes, right? Or, um, or whatever, even like on a, like snatch, like I'll snatch like whatever, 80 to 85% of what my best snatch ever was. And so I'm like, you know what? Like all things considered, You know, I'll I'll think I think I'll take um, 80% of what my maxes were um, in order to, you know, like not feel like dog shit every day.
1: It's actually just the coffee that's doing it.
0: It could be the, it's doing the heavy lifting for me.
1: It's not uh, the dedication or showing up at class or (laughs) eating right or sleeping. It's straight up caffeine all the
0: time. It's funny. It's like, this sounds like CrossFit commercial now, but it was, I'd say that's actually like something that really does speak towards CrossFit and like what, you know, what it does for you is like, I had, I had not been, okay, it's, here's another thing. It was like, so I was competing in weightlifting. And then in like 2015, I stopped. And then in 2019, someone talked to me into doing like this master's world cup. They're like, Hey, you like know, weightlifting master, you're 35. Now I had zero intentions of like, ever competing again or especially doing masters meets like i think here and he's like oh man you should do it because you're 35 and masters world cups in san diego like it's so close i was like man California's a big state it's not really that close like I, so they're like a, <laughs> i think i gotta fly or it's a 10-hour drive you know and, um and he's like well yeah but normally it's in germany or some shit like, all right well I'll, I'll do it like it'll be fun like okay i'll do this one and then i'll decide if i care and if i want to keep doing master's meets or if i'm just like actually done or whatever and so i trained 20 weeks leading up to it so like eight week cycle and then did a local meet and i did this 12 week training block and then went and did the master's world cup whatever Uh, because i did a local meet to get a qualifying total and the thing is that i didn't like like the place on fire as far as like compared to my old numbers or whatever, but like they weren't that far off. They were like 80, again, like 80 to 85% of what my best, my best was when I was training, you know, between six and nine sessions a week for four or five years. And then, and so I'm like, okay, well this actually, again, like, so for this period of whatever, four or five years, I was doing CrossFit like two to three times a week and maintained, you know, 80 to 85% of my lifts, I like, like pretty good, you know? Yeah. And, yeah I do
1: feel like CrossFit has a little bit of that, like, magic potion of just a little enough of everything to keep you well-rounded and to keep, like, like you said, you're not going to hit a peak of, like, any one skill. But at sure. the end of the day, like, um, I'm, like, by trade, I'm an occupational therapist. I work with kids. Like, at the end of the day, I really need to be able to haul about 80 pounds, but I need to be able to sprint to catch that 80 pounds. Like,
3: right, right, so, right.
1: Like, if I can lift 200 pounds, who cares if I can't catch the 80-pound kid that's running away? And I think yeah. that's like kind of where CrossFit shines a little bit is keeping that well-roundedness.
0: Sure. You know what I mean? Like, if I – yeah, exactly. We can talk. If I wanted to just sign up for, like, a little fun run and go do whatever, like, a 5K or a 10K, like, I could do that tomorrow. Um, but also, I can still squat double body weight, right? Like, that's nice. Like, I like that. So –
1: so I do have a question for you. How did, mm-hmm. uh, so for the, like our listeners who did not do a ton of research on you prior to coming on to the podcast, mm-hmm. what, how did uh, caffeine and kilos conceptualize and how did it, you get it to align so well within the fitness community? Like we all drink coffee, like, yes, yes, but like, I don't, there is no other brand that I'm like, ah, coffee and exercise, these things. Yes. Like how, did how did that come to fruition?
0: Well, was an accident, right? Like all, like all good things. So we, we're just going to host a meet. Like we just wanted to host a weightlifting meet. Um, A friend of mine who also owns an affiliate, he's called me and he's like, Hey dude, like, you know, basically want to host this big weightlifting meet. And at the time I was competing for Cal strength. So I was relatively tied in the weightlifting community. And uh, I was like, all right, like we can do this thing, but you know, you want to get the best lifters in the country. All right. Let's, you know, we need a cash prize and we need, uh, you know, audience, right? Because right, at this point, there's, like, no one's really going to nationals to watch any national-level meets. Um, there's, like, no money in the sport. No one's really giving away big cash prizes. And I said, okay, let's, like um, – he's, like, all right, no problem. Like, he knows – has some connections, so we'll get a sponsor and um, sponsor the cash prize. And and then we decide we'll do, a, like, a local, local CrossFit style competition um, during the day. So that'll be, like, a crowd for him to lift in front of. And we can use the money from that CrossFit competition to pay for the venue and just kind of like put these pieces together. And it was great. Sound like a great idea. And so we start kind of like pursuing this. And then he also, that guy, Charlie, he had a friend, Dean, who had a, a streetwear brand who was doing CrossFit competitions and, and that type of thing, went to his gym. And, uh, anyway, starts talking to him about like apparel and stuff and it all comes together. And, and then, uh, the thing that kind of tied it all together is he just did a post on Facebook, just kind of screwing around. It just said like my life. And I had a, a coffee mug and a guy lifting weights. And he was like, Hey, I'm going to make one of these just for myself. If anybody else wants one, like, let me know. And there's this overwhelming response. And so we're all talking about this. Like, man, like people love this idea of like lifting weights and drinking coffee. And, and that's all we do. That's what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> just, like to hang out and drink coffee and lift weights. And I guess we're not the only ones. And so then he talked to Dean and Dean kind of did some designs for it and made this cool looking design for it. And, uh, and so the, they're almost like two separate ideas. We got this competition going and we got this, you know, like caffeine and kilos thing. And it's kind of funny. Um, I'm sitting there and I had written out the workouts for the event and I'm like, man, what are we going to call this thing? Like, what are we going to call this competition? And I just kept thinking like caffeine and kilos. Cause that's what like the design of the shirt said. And I was like, man, That's it. Like, they're not two separate ideas. It's the same idea, you know? And as I'm looking at my phone, like looking at the workout saying, like, it's the same idea. Like, boom, his name pops (laughs) up. It's ringing. If I answer it, I'm like, Charlie, I got it. I got the name of the event. He goes, yeah, dude, we're going to call it Caffeine and Kilos.
2: (laughs) And I was like, that's
0: it. Like, I was was thinking that exactly. Like, I had that epiphany, like, right when he was calling, you know, I'm like, dude, if that's not a sign or whatever, like, I don't know what it is. Uh, so, and so this was like in June-ish or so, and the meet was going to be in September. And so it's okay. Um, well, caffeine kilos, we're going to have these shirts and sell these shirts. We should probably sell coffee too, like do the whole thing. And so we started calling local roasters uh, who like, and then found a guy in Sacramento, which is kind of where we're based out of, um, right by there. And he was pumped about the idea of like making a coffee that still tastes really good, that has maybe some extra caffeine but just all natural just the way the beans are blended and roasted and all that and, and uh so we went out there and met up with them and it's funny i had a, a like newborn baby at the time like she was born in february and this is june so whatever she's four oh, yeah. months old and my wife uh is the nurse she works she's working anyway and so i'm like hauling this hauling this four four or five month old baby around to like meet the coffee roaster like <laughs> go up there and and uh and so just different things like that um or oh when you go talk to this accountant whatever it's so, like taking the stroller out to meet the accountant <laughs> and awesome. so just me and charlie and dean these uh three guys we were whatever in our 20s three bros in our 20s who were doing CrossFit and competing in weightlifting and then we we're taking around this four-month-old baby to to all these business meetings and hey so, there's not many jobs you can is. do that in right yeah <laughs> it, was, it, was lot, it was a lot of fun i tell you what i thought Post this the other day, man. That's a pro tip. If you want to start a business, you need to have a baby because talk about an icebreaker. You know what I mean? You walk in, you got like a four month old, like everyone starts smiling. They want to touch the thing. You know, it's like, a, it's this whole, you know, gets, all the
1: guards are down.
0: Yeah. Oh, light, lightens the mood, you know, lightens like, the mood. I need
1: a loan. Here's my infant. Um, are you yep. guys going the infant?
3: Exactly. The infant?
0: They, don't even, they don't even care that we're wearing gym shorts and tank tops. You know,
2: it's like, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so. so, yep. My, uh, my wife, when she found out that I was talking to you, told me that I, uh, that I had to tell you that, uh, she makes fun of me for drinking hot coffee while we work out in the hot summer. And I told (laughs) her if anyone's going to defend me, it would be you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll defend you on that, man. I think that, uh, I think that you got to drink your coffee however you want it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not up to anybody to tell you. Same thing, dude. If you're. If you're out in the snow drinking iced coffee, I got your back there, too.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Catherine see eye to eye on that one. I can do hot yeah. coffee on like uh, like a very blustery winter day when I don't have anywhere to go. And I can sit at the table and like watch the steam and watch the, the snow blow. And like maybe I'm on winter break. Um, but the rest of the time, it is iced coffee. I don't care where I have to go in the temperature. It is yeah. iced coffee. Sometimes I'll throw a little bit of a protein shake in it and call it a day.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, I do it all. It's funny enough the thing like iced coffee, hot coffee, like man, I drink it all. Doesn't doesn't matter. Depends on. Yeah. So do you do you not use pre workouts?
2: Is it just coffee? Because that's pretty much what it is for me.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. We actually have uh, it's called Clearly Caffeine, and it's a caffeine only pre workout. And we made that, yeah, because of this thing where a lot of people had people saying like, oh man, like I just don't drink coffee, whatever. I don't really like. The taste of coffee which like kind of confuses me but whatever um, <laughs> and like man i wish there was a pre-workout or something anyway something people are asking for a lot or just kind of like bringing up and like well you know what it's true like there's all these pre-workouts and energy drinks that have a bunch of stuff in it that maybe you know i don't want to take like i just want caffeine um and so and but pills sometimes is kind of weird um so anyways so we just made a some cap it's caffeine and natural flavors and we have a, a watermelon flavor which is really good sure. tastes like jolly ranchers and then uh, a vanilla and the vanilla we actually made as like a plain one. So people could mix it in smoothies or whatever that hell. Like not like, you know, same oh. thing. And then it ended up being really good. Like I actually like the vanilla one, maybe better than the watermelon one. Like, <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, that's a cool that, idea. I like yeah. that.
0: So a lot of times in the mornings, like I'll have a cup or two of coffee when I first get up, but then I don't go to the, on the days I go to the gym, it's like four hours after I wake up before I go anyway. So sometimes on the drive there, I'll uh, I'll grab some of that, or I'll mix in the vanilla clearly caffeine in with some electrolytes or something like that, and drink that on the drive to the gym. Um, yeah. So. yeah, yeah.
3: Sure.
0: But like your standard pre-workouts, I don't really. So one more thing about that is, um, so a good friend of mine, Corey Corey G Corey G Fitness, he has this mm-hmm. supplement company, Max Separate Muscle, okay. and. Max Effort has like their supplements are great. Like they taste good. They're super clean. Like they're like top notch, right? And so but he works out at four AM. And so if I'm in Ohio, um, I gotta go meet up with Corey and I gotta go work out at four AM with them because like that's what you do, right? Like that's he's there every morning at four AM and so it's like you gotta go see him and do this thing. And they train it's great. Dude. The guy looks like a bodybuilder, like like a lean like not like all crazy G stab, like a lean, like bodybuilder guy, but he's trains like a power lifter. These guys are out there doing front squats cool. with bands and like all this crazy shit. Um, so I go out there at 4am and he's sitting there and you like take dry scoops, dry scoops, like with pre-workout. I'm like, well, I'm out here with Corey. Let's do it. Like hit me, you know, <laughs> like, I got a pretty good caffeine tolerance. I'll be all right. So I do. And then, uh, I'm like waiting for him to tell me what to do. Cause I'm out there at his place. I'm going to, I'm going to work out with him. Like whatever he's doing, I'm doing, you know? Right. And, uh, Anyway, he's just, like, really taking his time, like, getting things ready to go. All of a sudden, like, boom, it got real foggy in there. You know, I'm looking around, and I'm like, dude, I either need to, like, start moving right now and distract myself or go outside. Because, yeah. like, I, I felt like I was going to pass out.
2: <laughs> and so I'm like, hey,
0: how are we, we going to start warming up? What are we doing? And he's like, oh, okay. Like, it's like sending me up. Like, I got to get distracted and, like, start, like, moving, getting some blood flow going. You're, or like, going warming
1: down? up with your one rep max. You're, like,
0: all <sighs> right. And, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking out, things a all foggy. I was, like, anyway, at first I didn't know what was up. I'm like, why is it so foggy in here? I was, like, oh, shit, because I'm about to go down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was fine.
0: Started warming up. I was fine. Ended up living, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, man, that's one reason why uh, I got sick of caffeine, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll second that. I've done some pre. I've taken done some pre. I've done pre workout. Um. I've yeah. taken some pre workouts that afterwards I was like, oh, that was not a great choice. Uh. Yeah.
0: Well, also it's time of like place, right? So when I was when I was competing in weightlifting, you know, out of cal strength, and it, it was like max out Fridays or like fucking max out Friday, right? And Like, you know, I had my coach one point I was pushing my squat and. It I, like like missed the squat the PR for a couple weeks in a row, and he just looked at me and he's like, "Danny, I don't care. Like next week, you're making this. I don't care how much caffeine you need to put in your body. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how tight we have to wrap your knees. Like you're next week, you're making the fucking lift." And so like that type of that's how it is out there. So anyway, oftentimes Friday night training would be like I pick up like two like two monsters, you know, and like yeah. drink one before snatch and then one you know, before clean and jerk, like two of them within an hour and a half. And it's Friday night, you know, it's like seven o'clock. Anyway, then I would drive home and then just like lay in bed and stare at the ceiling for five (laughs) five hours. But hey, man, like made some big lifts that night. You know, like that's all that mattered at that time in my life. That was the most important thing. Right. was like like, doing the best I can for that. And and then, you know, what tomorrow brings, I'll deal with tomorrow. Deal with that later. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, that's, tomorrow, that's tomorrow, Danny's problem. Tonight, Danny's problem is making the fucking lift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do
1: have to say, I do love that energy. Like the idea of, like, we're just doing it and it's not a choice. Like, yeah. you're not going to be weak today. You're going to be strong. Yeah. And like, if you don't feel that way, too bad for you because that's yeah. going to happen.
0: Yeah, we're just going to do it anyway. No. <laughs> I do have
1: another question for you. And it is like, I kind of shifting gears a little bit, I guess. Um, but I was going through, like, your list of, first of all, very impressive list of like sponsored athletes um sure china Cho. i really enjoy um mm-hmm.
3: really,
1: really oh, yeah. like her. but of course like noah Olson, how sure. do you, how have you connected with these athletes um like through have they reached like how does that happen how does like a sponsorship kind of how do you decide this is somebody i want to align my brand with um because i think the yeah. athletes all the time like Okay. Like, like, yeah, no bull. Cause they sponsor the CrossFit games. Like if you do CrossFit, you get a sponsorship, uh, kind of situation, but like you guys can do what you want. You're a private company.
0: Yeah. So all of our athletes, except for a very small few, um, were relationships we had before we sponsored them as athletes. Good. So, um, Noah Olson is an interesting example. So, Back in the day, there's this protein company called Progenix that was really popular in CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I Um, I know they're still in, they're still in business, but they were, they were like biggest sponsor of the game, like the official protein, of the game stuff. So anyway, my, one of my original partners in caffeine and kilos, who's no longer with the company, but Charlie, he was, he had some connections with Progenix. And so he was kind of like sponsored by Progenix Noah was sponsored by Progenix, but this was before Noah had ever gone to the CrossFit Games. Um, I think he was just, like, regional competitor. Um, anyway, so that's how we kind of knew him. We go out there for Wattapalooza, and this was, again, before between his regional appearance but before he qualified. He went to the games that year, but he hadn't yet qualified for that. Um, so anyway, out in Miami, and, and Dean and Charlie are out there, and they just hit him up. Hey, man, what's up? Like, can we – like, let's let's hang out. <laughs> let's meet up. And so then they kind of met up in person. He kind of showed him around Miami a little bit, and – and uh, and all that, and then just really became friends with him, right? And so then we're friends, and we're just talking about stuff. And then as opportunities came up, so I go, hey man, like let's just do some things. So that's how we kind of start sponsoring and picked him up that way. Um, since then, he's been picked up by some really big name sponsors and people that, frankly, would just pay way more than us. um That's fine, but we've still remained friends. We found other ways to work together, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll do a collaborative coffee blend. Right. And right. so happy but hungry is his thing. So the happy but thirsty coffee blend. And so that way we could still kind of work together and still promote him. And he likes it because he still, he likes our stuff. He wears our stuff all the time still. Um, but now, even if he has an apparel sponsor, if he's doing a coffee with us, then it's all good because, right. you know, we're not his apparel sponsor. We're just, we have a collaborative coffee blend. Right. And so you can kind of find some ways to, to still work with people if you have those good relationships. China. Okay. So that's that's kind of how it goes with most of the people out here, right? Um, so like China Cho and her husband Freddie Camacho, like we're kind of in the they're out in the Bay Area, um, like an hour from us, whatever. So I've known Freddie for a long time, because again from owning affiliate, um, you know he had a gym out in San Jose area. He was I ran into him at local competitions out there, and um, you know like level one search and stuff like that. And so you just kind of know these people from being in the community. And real quick, a little aside. Earlier, you mentioned like how how is it that caffeine kilo kind of speaks to the athlete so much and puts together that coffee and the weightlifting and it's all organic and it's because uh, one thing i meant to say is that the truth is like we are the market, right? Like we're not just some company that's trying to sell oh let's go sell stuff to these crossfitters or those weightlifters or whatever, right? Like I've had an affiliate a crossfit affiliate since 2008. You know, uh, again my one of my co-founders, I think his started in like 2012 or something like that. Or 2011, anyway, and you know, like Dean um, lifted at, at the nas- at a national weightlifting meet, you know, like, <laughs> and so, um, like, I lifted a national level for a couple of years, and so it's this whole, you know, we we are the market, right? So we're just we make stuff that we like, and that's really kind of what it comes down to, like the stuff that we actually know we'd use, the stuff we actually like, and and all that, and so that's why I think it resonates so well with everyone is because it's not this contrived thing, you know. Um, yeah, that's one I mean, thing
2: I have to say about your like apparel is like, um, I feel like it, it just looks like stuff I want to wear. If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, I mean, that was kind of the whole thing about the. We still stick to this. We to talk about it a lot. It's our whole thing is things that you can wear in the gym or out of the gym, right? Like I want you to be able to go work out in that shirt, but then I also want you to be able to wear it to your niece's birthday party right? Or like out to lunch and not be weird. And when yes. we first started in, <laughs> in 2013, there's like apparel companies who made all these shirts like, if you like my whatever, grandma's cookies you should, should see or snatch or something. Yeah. Right? Like they're like all these like you know, entendres and stuff. And, and whatever, like it could be kind of fun to wear maybe to the gym or but then like, we're, you're going to wear that out to lunch or you're going to wear that to like, you know, like that's just not really a thing. That's So really our, our apparel is basically more of like a you take designs like you would see in in streetwear um then you put them on on shirts that are cut and um cut for athlete build and also like breathable material and they're they're not 100 percent cotton they're a 60 40 blend and so they breathe better and they're not so heavy and they're you know it's like so you just you take yeah you take these designs and you put them on something that someone who's working out actually wants to wear right So you can wear them to the gym you can wear them around town um that's kind of everything we kind of make or we keep that in mind with every everything we make and every product we do. It's like, all right, is this something that kind of makes sense in and out of the gym? Right.
1: And, and
3: that was like really, that
0: way.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, was- no, that was like really innovative, too, which I think like people who are coming into the CrossFit scene now, like there is a little bit more. And especially like I will just say the 2020s post during COVID, post COVID athleisure became no, like the norm, like the standard. Sure. But like if you, I like to call them the uh, Panda Express days of CrossFit. Like when they, like the games were, like you were chugging beers during the CrossFit games in, in you know, Ranch and it was sponsored by Panda Express and like the, the women's one rep max snatch, I think was like a hundred pounds or something. Um, (laughs) But everything was like neon, high colored socks, like bright in your face. There really wasn't like athletic wear outside of maybe like Lululemon leggings that was versatile. And even that was yeah. like, a, a you know, um, my first pair of like actual CrossFit, my first like actual CrossFit um, outfit was like a pair of like booty shorts from Reebok. And that was like the first time I had ever worn anything like that. And I was like, right. this is wild. I was like, I can't wear these in public. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think for people who are kind of newer to CrossFit, like if you go back and like watch old video of, of CrossFit at local affiliates, it oh, yeah. did not look like athleisure. Like it right. was, you, you definitely couldn't wear it to your niece's birthday party. Like it was short. I was yeah. like, I would like hide them when i went to, like, when my parents would come visit. I was like, you don't need to see these. This is, yeah. this is part of my life. You don't need to know. about.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's something that we're really proud of. And in fact, the, the, the athletes thing real quick, I know I kind of jumped off there, but just like a few more examples. Kind of fun is, it goes back to the same thing. These are all people we knew and had relationships with before. Like Carrie Pierce, um, the same thing. She actually, when she was going to the games, it wasn't, you know, like multiple times games competitor. She was uh, sponsored by FitAid and she was like working at the FitAid booth, you know, at, at a few different events. And so we're friends with, with Aid, the Aaron and Orion, the owners there, we know pretty well. And anyway, so just hanging out at their booth and I meet her there and type thing. And then we just kind of kept communicating, whatever, and now she... I like continued just to absolutely crush it. Like, well, this obviously is something to. and she loved the coffee and she loved the, she loved the brand. She loved the stuff. And so it just made sense. And like on the weightlifting side of things, um, like Wes Kitts, who just went to the Olympics, like he lifts for Cal Strength. Like, man, Cal, once you're, you look for Cal Strength once, once a Cal, Cal Strength soldier, dude, you're just in for life. It's like a, it's like a club. It's like a mafia thing almost, right? <laughs> um, anyway, so Wes out there. So I'd go out there, you know, and go out there. Hey, like, hang out with him and uh, like go get him, like on a Friday night just to go lift just for shit. And he's like, nah, man, like we're sharing a bar. They'd make me share a bar with him. And, stuff. Um, and uh, it was funny. Same thing I, at my gym. Like same thing I tell people for like doing deadlifts and if, you know, whatever's going to be a big difference in their weights, I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. The weights come on and off, you know? You know and he's the one telling me that he's like, "Oh nah, man, it's fine. Like we'll just change the weight. I'm like, oh, dude. Um, and the same thing, Morgan King, she was Olympian in 2016. And it was like, same deal like we just kind of we met at national championships and I was competing at nationals and and kind of stayed in touch and like she's a really good friend of ours you know and if that's so how so the I guess really it comes down to like so these athletes that are like pretty high level athletes right we're talking about olympians and weightlifting or multiple times games competitors and crossfit or, or even podium placers and that sort of thing. like how do we do that or, or how do we, we have that it really just comes down to like really being a part of the community Like, we're just – we're out at these things. We're, again, competing at nationals or just being around nationals or being around top teams, you know, um, in the the nation and and being at local events and meeting people. And that's – it's really – it really comes down to, like, just being a part of the community and not just – we're not just trying to, yeah, shove things down at people and throw money at athletes. We're actually trying to be a part of this thing and and be friends with people. It's,
1: like, genuine grassroots.
2: Like Yeah. Yeah, I think you – you don't give yourself enough credit for one part. Whereas like from other things that I've listened to, you, you're not just part of the community, but you really invest in people and not yeah. just the big names. Like, um, if I remember correctly and you can go into more detail with this, you had a, a program, like an after-school program that you were investing in where you're helping kids with their schoolwork and then helping them lift afterwards. Right.
0: Yeah. I and mean, we've done, we've done different things like that. We've, what we've done a lot of is like, um, Okay, here's an example like COVID shit. When everything first happened and everything shut down, and people aren't sure, and all these restaurants are closed, and so you got all these people that are like bartenders or waiters, whatever. They're like, how are they going to pay for their CrossFit membership, right? So like, okay, so we just came up with a specific shirt, said community on it, sold the shirts, and then 100 percent of the profits from it, we paid for gym memberships, right? Oh, that's cool. um, so, so we do. We had people apply, and then we whatever, and, you know, we paid for a full year of gym dues for for a few people like that's that. Awesome. Um, there's quite a few things like that that we do. There's a, there's a, uh, yes. So there was a after school program down in LA, um, run by Derek Johnson, who's a really good weightlifter. Um, and it was the same thing. Like I found out about this thing he's doing, and so we we helped raise money for that too. Where yeah, they they come after school and he'll train them in weightlifting and stuff, but not until they finish their homework. And so it's like the after school program go. They have tutors, helps with their homework, and they teach them weightlifting. Right. So we've done some different things. We've donated some money down there um and that's that type of thing we we do relatively relatively frequently we try to do stuff like that um wherever wherever we see there's a fit or a need or and sometimes honestly like one time didn't really have much to do with um normally we always look for things there's a uh workout slant right like we want we want people to understand like living a healthy active lifestyle and the importance of that but even in elk grove the town we're in it's right by sacramento one of this girl, Chris, Kristen, who works with us share her, her friends, a teacher. And she's like, man, like at school, these kids, like, they got to bring water bottles from home, whatever, something about the water fountains. And she's like, but, uh, some of these kids like don't have like a reusable water bottle. And she's like, oh, you got 30 kids in your class, like here. Right. And we just like donated all these caffeine kilos, water bottles to her. It's like, there you go. Now your kids got reusable bottles. Right. Uh, so anyway, it's just kind of like, yeah, being, being in the community and, And then just looking like where's you know where's there a need and and just trying to help out right what can we do to kind of help out
1: yeah that's that's awesome but i will say uh so i i work in a school as well and we have lead pipes uh so we cannot (laughs) yeah there's like all signs not potable water Uh, um so that is like very cool and it's cool that you guys see those needs within the community and actually work to meet them versus like i think a lot of companies especially you went from like this small company and you're not small. Like I, I did CrossFit for like three months, and I knew who you were. Um, and I didn't right. have a CrossFit background, right? Like, and that was in right. 2017. That's not even now. And like, I coached the 6 a.m. class today. And like, I think there were two different people with caffeine and kilos t-shirts on. Yeah! And, I actually met <laughs> both of them, and I was like, "Do you get the coffee though?" And actually, both of them were like, "Yes." And I told them about the podcast. Yeah. And hell yeah. They were like, Ooh, we will. Uh, we will listen to that. Um, but I think a lot of companies end up doing things for like clout. You know what I mean? Like I, we're, we're up here and we've made it and we're a name, but you guys have really stuck to doing things for your community. And like, I didn't know about the water bottles thing, but it's like very cool to know that. Um, And to see that you guys are taking, taking your stake in the community um, and not just using it for yourself, but you're really just giving it back, um, which is awesome. And you should definitely order more coffee from them guys. If, uh, If you don't already, because they're get they're buying kids water bottles and I don't know how you uh, don't align with that.
0: Yeah. Like I got kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I like them. They're all right. Yeah. I've got two of them, you know? Yeah.
3: But yeah I, no, think, I think we have like, daughters
2: around the same I, age. Mine just turned eight.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah so I have a nine year old and a five year old.
2: Yeah. My youngest, my younger, my boy, he's five. Okay. Yeah. Right there, man.
0: Yeah, and so actually, I used to teach. So I taught, I taught PE, I taught high school PE for eight years, and so I'm, I'm. Uh, anyway, that's my most of my formal education is in PE, and then uh, education, um, and so anyway, that's that's something that I definitely pay attention to, and and it's something that I'm I'm pretty well versed in kind of how the school system works and everything. So yeah. happy to help out with that type of stuff when I can, you know. Yeah,
3: that's
2: that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so yeah, when I was l- looking up. And uh, listening to you on other podcasts and stuff, I, eventually I was like, he's putting barbells in kids' hands. I'm buying the fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, man. I'm
0: trying to. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, some other stuff too. We've done like local high school. You know, they're like, hey, can you like, you know, like, you know, like teaching their their football team? Like, hey, can you just come out here and just like teach teach my uh, weight room classes? Like, can you just do like a little snatch cleaning trick clinic with the, uh, you know, with my with my body conditioning classes? I was like, yeah, man sounds good, let's go, and so i you know, pop out there and spend the day doing that, right, just running through six groups of kids, teach them how to snatch, um, anyway, so yeah, that's, I like, I like doing that stuff, it's fun.
2: It, it is, so like, we, we both, me and Ashley both coach at, at our affiliate Revival Fitness, and like, um, teaching someone, I do the fundamentals a lot, and teaching someone the to, to clean and jerk and snatch for the first time is like one of my favorite parts of the fundamentals, like on yeah. part. They're yeah. usually terrified, but I'm always like, it's snatch day. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's a lot of fun. And I mean, from doing it so much, like there's definitely ways to, to make it easier, right? Or to, to teach it better. Um, and part of that, again, like, so I was in this situation where um, caffeine heels definitely helped with this. But so I've been coached in weightlifting by these, a lot of really good weightlifting coaches, right? When I first started training at Cal Strength, um glenn Penley was the coach there um so that was a lot of fun and then when glenn left um then dave spitz who owns Cal strength he's their the head coach there still um he took over coaching and now he's coached you know west the olympics and you know both these guys have put multiple people on the world teams and pan am teams and, and you know now the olympics and and things so they have definitely coached at the highest level and then um through captain kilos we had this idea one time we're like hey let's go um let's go around to these different weightlifting teams and get coached by their coaches. Like, what's it like, like how different do they coach things? Right. Cause everyone, you know, everyone online has an opinion, like, Oh, this coach teaches this and that guy teaches that. And this one's right. And that one's wrong and Bergner, this, and you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever <in> that, or way, <laughs> whatever the hell they want to say. And I'm like, all right, well, why don't I just go actually like get coached by these people? And then I'll tell you what the difference is between like how Bergner teaches something or how Sean Waxman teaches something or Ursula Papandrea teaches something. Like, I can just, I'll just go find out. Or like, uh, and then I like trying to
1: make that sound so easy. I'm just going to find out.
0: Like, yeah, just call them, send them a text, you know? And so uh, at the time it was fun. So, Flow flow Sports, right? Like, Flow Elite, they did it on the videos. And so, um, this guy, Armin, Armin Hammer, he was working for flow at the time, he's a friend of ours. So he's kind of pitched him. We're like, Hey, Armin, here's the deal. Like, I want to go to these coaches and um, I'm just going to like tell them like, I'm your athlete for the next five days. Like, just treat me like I'm any other asshole on your team and let me lift for you. And maybe, and then, um, like flow is going to film it and they'll make like little mini documentaries about like being on these guys' team and like learn from it and, and we'll promote them obviously. And it gives flow flow needs content. So there you get some content. We're promoting the coach you know and we can kind of share the content with captain kilos and it's like it'll be good for everybody and they thought they liked it they liked the idea and so that's what we did so we went around and we a couple days at cal strength i was kind of cheating because i've been out there so much but armin never had so we got to capture that a little bit we went down to um the la for sean waxman to the Waxman's gym at the time he had a girl that just won nationals and so you know he kind of had some success athletes so did under him went out to texas uh pop she was the the highest ranking female coach in the U.S. She's actually like the IWF, the International Weightlifting Federation. She was acting president for a while, not too long, not too long ago, right? Like this woman knows weightlifting as good as anybody in the country, essentially, you know. Anyway, so we went around and, and trained with under all these different coaches, and and then also um, uh, 2012 Olympic gold medalist uh, out of the Ukraine, Alexei Tarocki, and uh, his coach Sergei Putsov. They they came out. Um, to Kyle strength for a little bit before, cause they're going to go to the CrossFit games. And anyway, they didn't, didn't have a place to stay in LA with this Airbnb house rented for everyone that was with us. They just stayed with us. And so we spent, then we spent a week with, you know, and the one that gold medalist and his coach. And so there's lots of times where I'd be like, all right, like teach me how to do stuff. Like, you know, and they were into it. So, you know, there's a lot of experience and, and it's funny on through all those things. And again, uh, you know, coach Mike Berners, a friend of mine and, and all this and you know what I found and actually actually when I first started weightlifting I went and did a couple of personal training sessions with Greg Everett you know that whole thing so I knew everyone everyone teaches the same shit it's all the yeah, same,
3: same object
0: yeah and it, you know everyone likes to say it's like this you brush the bar in your thighs is the brush or the bang and is it the whatever the whatever it's like Dude, you can call it what you want, but like when you're lifting for them and they're fixing your technique, they're they're all teaching the same thing, man. <laughs> like this, I do
1: genuinely know. think somebody hears like a cue that happens to work for them, and then one
0: hundred percent are
1: yeah. just like, "Well, this is the only way." That's the only um,
0: way, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. That was uh, that was like a good uh, a good social experiment. I like that.
0: Actually, we uh, so from part of that, I um, I did this thing. Oh, also uh, while wow, we're just like dropping names, whatever is like uh, Brute Barbell, right? Like Matt Bruce and, and Brute Brute Strength,
3: mm-hmm. like Matt's a
0: friend of mine. We're out there in Louisiana and like did some working with him and stuff too. And and uh, um, anyway, Styles Hack uh, from like Hack Squat Hatch Hatch Squat Program, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like Coach Gale Hatch. Like Matt took us out and introduced us to Gail Hatch, and he put us through a he trained us for a day, right? Um, and so it's like all these people. Yeah. And they all teach the same thing. <laughs> and so anyway, so we actually on caffeine and kilos, we have a, we have a course. It's like the only course we have, and it's like a, how to lift weightlifting course, whatever. And, um, anyway, I'll give it, it's, I'll go it for free if somebody wants it. So if anybody listens to that, if they want it, you just email me, just email Danny at caffeine and I'll send you a code so you can go get the weightlifting course for free. All
1: right, so when you
0: go. see Ashley Marola drop into your email, then it's definitely not me. <laughs> uh, yep, no problem. So, awesome. well, again, one more thing about that is like with Cal Strength, like Cal Strength does all these seminars and all this stuff. And so, anyway, so traveling around doing like I've watched the way they coach weightlifting so many times. And so, when Captain Kills was first starting, one thing we did is we got an RV and we did like it was like a Tour, like a concert tour, kind of. We started in Pennsylvania and then we actually went all the way up to New Jersey and then down the coast through Virginia and into uh, South Carolina and then went across through Georgia and into, into Mississippi. And we taught a weightlifting clinic every night um, at a different gym in a different state along the way for like seven days in a row. That's and really- so we would just drive the RV all day, pull up in front of this gym, go in, coach this weightlifting clinic. And then sleep in the RV, and drive the next day out of the next place, and um, it almost put us down. We barely made it out alive, but <laughs> dude, it was, uh, it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun coaching coaching those waitlisting clinics every night. You know,
1: it's awesome. Yeah, that's a and cool. You weren't
2: even invited, right? You're just showing up, coming
1: up. <laughs> um, excuse me, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, we had a, it was all planned out ahead of time, but I didn't know like any of the gyms we were at. I knew one person, like we we ended at Old Miss um, because we knew some of those there, and the strength coaches were like cackling kilos, whatever. And so we ended at Ole Miss, and we were in the uh, in the the weight room with the football strength conditioning coaches, like. Doing cleans and snatch with those guys, you know. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Um, as I was like listening to stuff, I did have a question that might shift gears a little bit, but um, I wanted to know like if like if you're uh, if you've gotten your kids into training. I know they're like little ones, but I've just started yeah. getting my daughter into training, so I was mm-hmm. wondering uh, if if uh, you are in a similar path?
0: Um, not yes, but also no. Right. (laughs) Um, and, and what I mean by that is, uh, like I do not go, I do not make my kids go out in the garage with me and do a crossfit workout every single day. Um, we have a kid's class in my gym and my oldest, my nine year old, um, she goes like once a week. And actually right now, I don't think she's gone in a couple months because she's had other things going on, whatever. Um, But that's really it, dude. But here's what I, here's what I said by like, yes, even though she like does the kids class once a week, um, is both of them when they were, they started they do gymnastics once a week, right? Not competitive. They just go and do gymnastics once a week. Right. Mm -hmm. And they started, they, they allow them to start at 18 months old and like the, like I call it pops and pots because I took them right um (laughs) and I started both my kids at 18 months old right I think my youngest one might have been she was a little bit slower like just like um developing and stuff like just that's like my oldest one's crazy like she's like running around bouncing off the walls my younger one actually I think walked a little bit earlier but she like couldn't really jump or didn't run very fast whatever when she was younger anyway so um she might have been 20 months old so she's way behind right like way those two months Anyways, they started in gymnastics when they're 18 months old, and which means I started doing gymnastics when they're because you have to be in there with them (laughs) for three. So I put in, and so between the two of them, I put three years in those uh, pops, pops, and (laughs) pops gymnastics classes. Um, Anyway, so they they both—they're still doing it now. Like both of them are still in once a week um, in gymnastics, and then other than that, I also um, we put them in every rec sport that they're that that that's offered around here. And they don't have to do them forever, um, but, like, if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. But, like, my oldest, like, she didn't really care about T-ball. Like she didn't want to play softball. No mm-hmm. worries, you know, but she loves soccer, so she's still playing soccer, right? Um, my youngest, same thing, loves doing soccer. She's doing that. They, you know, whatever, we put them in, like, you know, swim lessons and shit. Like, just all kinds of, we put them in tennis lessons. Like, I'm trying to get these kids to to do it all, try it all. And then they're going to find the things they like or not but they're definitely active, right? And they're doing different activities. Um, we go stay in a cabin, one day we go hiking, right? Going like a little hike around the lake, like little things like that. Um, so I, I think that there's this misconception that also, so wrestling was my best sport in high school. Um, I've not put these girls on wrestling teams, even though my older ones asked a few times, but um, <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm not against it. They just like, ha- anyway, it's a longer story. Um, but like they want to do that all the time, like a couple nights a week. They're like, we wrestle? Like, they just want to get it on, you know? Like, they're, they're they're ready for it, you know? Um, uh, anyway, as a, I, as
2: a dad with the, the ones the same age, I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes dude, just like, Not tonight. <laughs> like, all
0: right, yeah. uh, so, uh, it's funny, to Like, take their shirts off, throw them on the floor. They're like, We're getting serious. I'm like, Oh shit, we're serious. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so what you know the question is like have I got them in training the answer is no I'm not putting barbells in their hands um without them like without their consent or whatever right want <laughs> they want to go to the kids' class hell yeah let's go right but like it's not I'm not forcing that right now um but I put them in gymnastics as soon as possible I'm exposing them to different sports as much as I can I actually taught them their colors by carrying weight plates um like they've been training not knowing it right like oh go give me the blue one and like bring blue one and like all right now go give me the red one you know it's like how feel heavier <laughs> they're carrying over the red man right? and or i'd set them up and and things like that or at the gym i'd set up like little um almost like strongman stones like set the med balls and they have to like go pick them up and carry them um but they love it like all just games
2: yeah you know yeah.
0: but they are my nine-year-old she's getting to the age now to where you know, like, if she wants to, if she wants to do more, if she wants to kind of get after it more, um, like, I would encourage that. Like, she's old enough now, like, if she wanted to actually, like, get a bar in her hand and start, like, learning snatch and clean and jerk, like, 100%, I would support that, you know?
2: Yeah, we started but I'm not going to my...
0: force it. I'm to work out because she likes it.
2: Yeah, we started with my eight-year-old, but that's because, she, like, she asked. She was like, yep. I, I want to do it. And I was like, all right. And, like, I, I'm actually like pulling the reins back on her because she wants to do so much more, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, we'll just, we'll just ease you into this. Like, uh, when she first told us that she wanted to do it, she's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then she's like, and I want to do that thing with the bar where you throw it overhead. And I was like, yeah, that's like, a smash. Hi, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get, we're going to get, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, and so I yeah, ended up getting her like a no five pound it. bar. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I've, I kind of did the same thing you did where like, I, I was breaking down movements like, yeah. and she didn't realize that she was building the foundation. Like she's doing a lot of high pulls and she's like, why? She's like just happy to be doing anything, but she doesn't know yeah. why I'm like making her high pull things. And, um, yeah yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun and she's very competitive. And if she does, if I ask her if she wants to go and she doesn't want to go, I don't I just say, all right, well, we can do it later.
0: I think the most important thing they for them, and also they, they, they know it's what we do. Like they know it's a part of our lifestyle. Like my wife goes to the, you know, the the gym every morning, right? Like now they're both in school. so like drum off in school and go. But they know like she can drum off school and go to the gym. They know that on, you know, during the summer, it's like they go down and hang out in childcare at the gym while she's working out, right? Like their entire lives, both of them, their entire lives, like, my wife and I both work out multiple times a week, right? Like pretty much, if we don't have something else going on that day, if she didn't work, whatever, like going to the gym, right? And that's saying no. That's just like what people do, and I think yeah. that's really powerful. But for me, it's most important that they know that they're capable, right? Right. And so that's that's a big thing. It's like little shit like groceries. You know what I mean? It's like we go and we're getting this gallon jug of water, and I'm like, all right, hey, carry this and give it to my 5 year She's like, oh yeah, I got it. You know. And it's like, that thing, she carried that thing to a whole store. And like, after we check out, she's like, can I carry the water again? You know, like to the car? Like, Hell oh, yeah, you can. You want yeah. to, you know? i um, like, and, and, you know, same thing. They, I think people hold their kids back. Like they jump off of something, you know? And, and uh, instead of being like, Oh, careful, honey. It's like, it's like, Oh, nice. Like, Hey, can you go off the hot, the next one up? Like, that's what I want to see. Right. Like they're not going to kill themselves. Like jumping out, like, you know, like people, there's a reason, like people are scared of things There's some fear. So I would always, if, uh, anyway, I would always encourage them to kind of like take a one step further. Can you go off this one a little bit higher? Oh, nice. Oh, can you go off one? Can you think you can do one more up? Right. Um, you know, within reason, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but usually if you keep pushing them to do that, you're, they're going to say no before, before it's like ridiculously, I'd say it's, most it's a, of the time. Right.
1: And it's a very cool thing. And especially like as somebody who got into, I was 24, like when I started doing CrossFit, um, I like didn't I was not I came from I'm very much like a background like you're gonna find a man to support you sort of a thing. Um, and yeah. I remember I walked into a crossFit gym and I saw these like strong ass women lifting heavy bar. and I was like, I didn't know women could do that. Like yeah. I was so unaware and my first job was in um, inpatient and I like couldn't scoop patients up in bed. I'd always have to go find them I, and I would always think like I gotta go find the male nurse to like help me because one of the females can't do it um yeah when I saw what these women could do I was truly mind blown and it like has changed it's so dramatic but it has like changed my life so instilling that like yeah. in kids from such a young age that like it's it's okay and I think it, it, it I think it does happen with boys too but like with girls there is so much like kid gloves about yeah. using, being physical and using your body and having strength um and my you know my biggest joke when somebody might be like oh your, your traps are getting bigger or, oh you're muscular and it's like well, I'm sorry you've only ever seen underdeveloped women before.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like,
1: but you know, I, you have these two, they're just smaller. That's all. Um, yeah. But even the physical is whatever compared yeah. to the mental, that different mentality that you can have and instilling that from a young age. I think that's where things like sports kind of come into play um, and are truly like change can change the scope of a child's life. Uh, and
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. And it, you know, it's funny. It's like, you go down to the gym, at, you go to, you know, eight thirty or nine thirty a.m. class, and you're going to see a class full of um, mostly women who can squat two hundred pounds, and can do rope climbs, and can do kipping pull-ups, and and um, have, are in their mid thirties with two kids and have abs, right? And like, not I'm not talking like ripped like games athletes, but just like legit the best shape of their life, you know? And it's it's this whole thing. It's like it's it's crazy how it keeps happening. Like we have all these women who are in better shape now. Than they were before they had kids right and yeah. it's because they're down there at the gym and it's like it's a break right <laughs> like you drop the kids off of school and you go to the gym and it's like this like stress relief and this thing and they feel strong and they feel capable and they're doing this thing it's like wait, this lady the other day it's like when i was teaching she was a counselor at the school i taught at actually and she'd always like exercised, um like running and shit and then she's been going to the gym recently and she pulled me aside the other day and she's like danny I've been like thin before but like I would have never thought I'd be six years old and have abs and I was that's, like, right. that's right I'm like yeah Lori pretty cool huh and she's <laughs> like then like the next day she's like Danny I climbed the rope I'm like yeah Lori I saw you, you did it like four times you know <laughs> it's like what the hell like who starts climbing ropes when they're 60 years old I was like, you do, Lori, that's who. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's the thing, like, that's what you're doing for, you're doing this thing for people that, like, they have no clue how capable they are, they have no clue what they're capable of doing, because, you know, either their whole life, they've thought that they're not good enough, or strong enough, or whatever, or someone told them that, or they just had that impression based on what they saw, or witnessed, or whatever, you know, Um, it's like, nah, man, like. Human body's wild.
1: <laughs> that's the next tagline: capable and caffeinated.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yep, that's it.
2: Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Is like pushing the members to like a, a level where they're uncomfortable, but you know that they're ready, and they just don't know yet. Yep. And then watching that light bulb go off—that's the best.
0: Oh yeah, dude. oh it's great. Yep, that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite things. My second favorite thing, though, is to do a partner workout with them and go way faster than you should, just so they have no rest and you just wing-ding them. I'm
1: uh, gonna you know, yeah. say I haven't done that to Malcolm. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: You should. It's a lot of fun. Watch them crash and burn. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well, that's evil. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just, you know, if you don't do that to everybody, but you know, you got like whatever. There's a so, you know they can take it. It's like the when rep your buddies, shaver.
2: You find the rep shaver. Yeah, hey bud, let's partner no. up.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like when one of your buddies down there, you know, and like they're having a good time. They've been getting after it. And you're like, All right, well let's just I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can I'm gonna see if I can do this to him today. <laughs> <laughs> I've also tried it and had a backfire, right? Like they were able to keep up and I was the one that got wounded. <laughs> Oh no, this has
3: gone yeah. <laughs> around Mistakes are made
0: I was like, man, you know, when I came up with this plan Never once did I considered the fact that I'm the asshole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh
3: no, you're good
0: <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to get him so good And I was like, oh boy <laughs> Earlier you mentioned the rep shavers That's interesting Do you guys care? Do you get upset at people?
2: Uh, No I, I mean, you you notice it I think I get, like, hmm, how do I put it correctly? When when they um, act like they're, like, pulling the wool over someone's eyes and they're making sure. post that I'm like, uh, you know you're not going to get any fitter, right? Right, um, yeah. But just, like, in general, if someone's not doing all the reps, that's just scaling, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. we got this one guy and he's um don't worry he's in we've his all 50- got that one guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's 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 in his 50s and he was doing the workout with me and he i forgot what he said he's like oh i i was like oh man you're like fluid he's like well i cheated and i was like you didn't cheat <laughs> dude you just you just you scaled. scaled it appropriately
1: wow. <laughs> you're Giving reps if you admit to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't bother me, uh, because I know they're, they're cutting off their nose to spite their face, right? Like it's your half reps of everything that you're doing, uh, that aren't good anyway, like, isn't making you better except on, you know, Wattify. Um, it is like, I guess if it's somebody who is particularly competitive and is doing it, right. or they're, you know, holier than now, I'm like, I'll have a moment and I will check myself and I'll be like, it is it is a CrossFit class at my local gym and I am not getting paid to compete right now. Um, yeah, But so overall, not really, unless it's somebody who will be like, Oh, I saw your score. And I'm like, yeah, well I saw your reps. So. Yeah.
0: Reps. <laughs> yeah it's funny. I used to, I wouldn't get like mad, but I kind of be like, Oh man. Then I just realized one day I was like, you know what? This is funny. Like, it's not about me. Like it's not it's about, about anybody. Me. Like it's about them. <laughs> like they are obviously struggling with yeah. something like, if they're, if they are lying about their score or shaving reps to try and beat somebody or putting a score down that's like, whatever, like, that's not about anybody else. You know, right. Cause like, I know someone who gets upset, they're like, oh, they put it down. So they mean like, have a better score than me. I'm like, yeah, like, does that really bother you? Like, they didn't do that because of you. Trust me, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> right? Like, it like, good, like
3: <laughs> yeah
0: like they feel like they're inadequate or they feel like, you know, like they're not good enough or they need to do something like it's for themselves. Like they're once I realized that I'm like, oh, that doesn't do do with me. It's like, it's like uh, when you're teaching, right. Or whatever. And there's a kid and they're, they're like misbehaving. Right. It's like, well, they're not giving you a hard time. Like they're having a hard time. Right. right? And once you kind of like realize that and you're like, oh shit, that's true. And then it says, that's how I feel about like rep shavers too. I'm like, nah, dude, they're not like, they're not trying to get something over on you. Like, they're trying to get something over on themselves, man. Like, they're struggling, yeah. and this is, you know, and so like, they're some...
1: getting their, their boost,
0: their feel good. Yeah, so. they're, yeah. yeah. So, like, whatever, man. Like, do Stop your thing. The games. <laughs> one, one really funny story, though, is there's workout and there's like sit ups and running, and it was my business partner in the gym at the time. And, um, this guy's in this setup supposed to, like, 30, and he did, like, 23 or some shit. And he got up and ran out the door, like, way before everybody else. And the guy, Nick's like, man, I got up, like, way early. The next time he comes in, he's, like, stands next to him, like, counting his reps. And the guy goes to get up at, like, 22. And he's like, hey, that was 22. It's supposed to be 30. The guy's like, huh? what? Are you serious? He's like, yeah, man. So the guy, like, goes down and does, like, six more and then gets up to run away. <laughs> and Nick's like, hey. Like twenty-eight, you gotta get to thirty. It's like, "What? No!" <laughs> you think I can't count to thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Did he
1: get chips? Though I mean, he yeah. might need
3: chips for
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a little different because the person's like lying to your face, whatever. But anyway, just kind yeah, of that's funny how him
1: issue.
3: <laughs> every,
0: you know, oh, that's one hundred percent of him issue, right? Like. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, uh,
1: thank you for coming on, Danny. This has been fantastic. You are an incredible guest. Uh, it oh, is thanks. very nice because you are a conversationalist and that is appreciated. Love, <laughs> um, if you have any plugs, any last minute things you'd like to say uh, before right. I have to go crush a bowl of food after this.
0: Max. Um, so yeah, see, I'm in California when you said I have to go crush a bowl, but I didn't know if you were going to say a food or if there's, uh, you know, fire lighters involved. Um, so, Uh, Yeah, make sure you're following uh, Caffeine Kilos at Caffeine and Kilos, all spelled out on Instagram. Um, I'm Danny Lear. That's Danny underscore Lear, L-E-H-R. But yeah, the Coffee of the Month, man, if you're wondering, like, what should you say you've never bought anything from Caffeine Kilos and you don't know what to get, uh, Coffee of the Month is super rad because every month it's a different blend from all over the world, um, and there are different, uh, different roasts, different blends. Um, and they also different flavor profiles, and all of the coffees we get are all organic and sustainably farmed, right? And so it's cool, you know, you're like helping out a small farm somewhere. The like coffee's good quality coffee, all that's great. Um, so people really like the different, and we kind of name them based on what the flavor profiles are, and so you kind of get to learn like what flavors to look for in coffee. So you kind of almost get like a tasting notes with it. So that's a lot of fun. That, and then most popular shirt we sell is the first shirt we ever sold which is just Arch Logo T. So grab an Arch Logo tea, get some coffee of the month, and you'll be set.
1: You'll, you'll go to the CrossFit Games next year if you guys do that. Go to the
0: CrossFit so Games. And if you I want to learn know. how to lift weights, just email me, danny at caffeinekeels.com and I'll send you a code for a free weightlifting course. That's awesome. Thank you for
1: that.
2: Thank you so much, yep. Danny. Um, and uh, just I'll end on this note, is I was like real intimidated when you dropped in. I was like, do we have, it's like a small local gym, of podcast is pretty much just going out to those guys. No, and, man. uh, right afterwards, when I started like listening to all the podcasts, you said something that is just really a good reflection of, uh, you and the company. And I just want to highlight that. And you said it was on the living fit show. You're like, mm-hmm. I just want to talk to people. I'm not looking to get anything out of it. Yeah. Man. And so, uh, I want to thank you for having that attitude. Thank you for, uh, talking to us. And, uh, I know everyone that does listen, appreciates it.
0: Yeah. Also, if you if you like podcasts, uh, we have a podcast called Gas Station Cappuccino, and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's we talk about fitness stuff, but it's it's pretty loose like this. And we we have some guests on, and um, our whole my whole goal with our guests is to to be the interview that no one else has done with them, right? So we just I like to have conversations and talk about Things that are things are going on. I like to ask them things that I think other people are afraid to ask them, and and, um, (laughs) not like aggressive, like uh, you know whatever, but just like you know whatever. We'll talk about their kids and stuff, whatever. Um, So anyway, we've had on Jason Klepa and um, actually um, Dr. Andy Galpin and a lot of like pretty pretty big names that are a lot of fun. So yeah, check out Gas Stage Cappuccino.
2: Oh, definitely will. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude. All right, Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me. I had a lot. I had a good time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Us too.
0: Are you guys going out to the games?
2: Oh, not. Nah.
1: I'm, okay. I'm using up all my vacation next week, so I'm of the year.
0: All right, I won't see you there then. But,
1: oh, well, <laughs> I, mean, I see you. You just won't see me. Job, you'll be oh, on TV yeah. somewhere.
3: Yeah, <laughs> have a maybe. good. T-
2: Funny thing is, I knew two people that were going, and I made a joke that I was going to see them in the stands, and then. I actually did, and I had to like screenshot it and send it to them. I was like, I'm oh, yeah. in the stands right now. I was like, I found you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. But all right, you have a good night, Danny. Thanks again. All right, guys, you too. Thanks. Have a good day.
1: Thanks, Danny. Bye. Bye.